Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Friday, September 8th, and we're in the mobile man room. We're here in Hartford. We're in the Diet Mountain Dew Man Room. There you go. Um, before we get started, I need to bring something up that I forgot last week. Okay. Uh, in with all my losing that I did in Vegas, there was one thing I was victorious at. What was that? I am the champion of the CFFL Fantasy Draft Ping Pong Tournament. <laughs> you are terrible. <laughs> As you know... I was, what do you call it, a intramural champion in college. Yeah, and Brian I took, was disappointing. Brian was disappointing. He was, he was the New England Patriots of the ping pong tournament. He was practicing left-handed. Yeah, he was. And then he said, well, are you ready to go? And I said, sure, I'm ready to go if you're ready to go. And he goes, all right, let me switch to my regular hand. And then he proceeded. And then it wasn't pretty after that. No, he got crushed. That's what happens. As the New England Patriots found out last night, see, everything it's comes full, full circle. circle. There you go. comes full circle, and it all ties together. That's what happens when you run your mouth and say, we've done everything, all we need to do now is just go 19-0, and all, and that's what we're going to do this year. But you also agree, though, that we actually, in hindsight, yeah, we yes. wish the Patriots would have won. It's, it's a bittersweet um, <laughs> Kansas City win because... We both had a parlay. After last night's game, my 16 parlay, all they had to do was win. All they They had had to do is their job and win the game, and I'd still be in it. But now, I threw away that $5 ticket that would have won me $130 because the cocky, arrogant, cheating New England Patriots choked. That would be a choke, right? At home, at did you, did you hear what else they were doing? No. Before the game started, when people were walking into the stadium, they had 28-3 on the scoreboard. I did hear that. That's not good. No. That, that's arrogance to another level. Yeah, they, uh, well, they got everything lowered a little bit. <laughs> lowered their expectations. Yep. And Tom Brady looks like he's 40. Or is that just one game? Just one game. Slow okay. down, everybody. <laughs> Check out the website, myCFFL.com. MyCFFL.com, where everything we talk about today, um, yeah, everything we talk about today will be on there. Yes. Uh, we have a fantasy girl. We're back to girls who don't need canes to walk. You have a 26-year-old today. Well, of course. we got a, we got no, no, no longer a 53-year-old. We have a 26-year-old fantasy girl, and Dan's going to be guessing the measurements. Oh, I forgot the bell. Damn. Oh, well, our, we have a guest here in the, in the room. She can go ding, ding, yeah, ding when you get it right. There you go. Let's try that, Kelly. Try one for me. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Close enough. <laughs> also, we have a couple emails from our, our stats guru on the podcast. That's right. You want to go into these right away? Sure, let's do it. Let's start with the one that I like the best. Since Dan is so giddy with anticipation for the opportunity to besmirch the reputation of the GOAT, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. if he should have a bad game, 
It's only fair that he is equally effusive in his praise of Mr. Rogers each and every time he leads a team to victory. Okay, so first off, I, I like the five dollar words. I say, what's the effusive <laughs> word? It's a it's a truck driver word. You should know that. Okay. <laughs> so are you going to do that? Now I I I'm going to back you up here I, because I, you have been positive on certain things. You just don't like the guy. I don't, but. I, if he wins me a couple of championships, I'm... Who I'm cares, right? Okay. I agree with you. So, um, there you go. Okay, can we t- now can we talk about the other email that... Sure, the other one. stats guru? Last... <laughs> this is why he's a stats guru. Right. Last week, I was talking about... Again, this all started with the whole Ezekiel Elliott thing, where I said, you're crazy unless you are in a keeper league where you can keep him for next year and beyond. You are crazy to waste a draft pick early in your draft on Ezekiel Elliott, who will be missing five games. Now it's six games. Six games, yes. So, have you heard anything today? Has anything come out? Um, You're going to look at that while I keep going over this. Yep. So, with that, you made some comment about how (laughs) it's a comment. (laughs) You made made some. um, You made some comparison with my team and with the Mongols who have Ezekiel Elliott. Yes. Saying that. Even without his Ezekiel Elliott, say for six weeks, you think that he's still going to do better than me with his running backs. To the point where we have a rainbow bet on this. Yes. And I'm feeling really good about it right now. And our stats guru went, I don't know where he got these point totals from, if he pulled them out of his trailer on his truck or what. Do you want to stop before you... No. Because I I have a little information for you. Okay, let's go over the information first. Ezekiel Elliott granted temporary restraining order likely to play 2017 season. Really? Does that change your, your cocky attitude? Nope. I am sticking with my my thing. He will not... Temporary restraining order until when? Does it say? Um, he's likely played, able to play during the 2017 season. I'm assuming that's for the whole season. Right. And so he's, he's, pulling a, he's pulling a Tom, Tom Brady, Brady and pushing it off for next year. Yes. All, right. All right, well, um, I will still take that bet. Okay. My four against his four. Now, again, I don't know where our stats guru got these these numbers from, but he took my four top running backs, DeMarco Murray, Terrence West, Tevin Coleman, and Ch- Charkandrick West. Did you see him last night? He rocked. Did he? He got a touchdown. Did he really? Yes. Wow. Well, he's a, he's a master of the running game. That's why I drafted him. I, I don't it, just pick willy-nilly. Since you already know what West did, I should almost get extra points. No, um, no, no, stop. And then for Henry, Henry's team, which are the four that I have to go up against, his top four are LaShawn McCoy, Kareem Hunt, who played out of his diaper last night. Oh, no, he didn't. Danny Woodhead, the great white hope. Yep. That's one that's scaring me right now. And Ezekiel Elliott. Danny Woodhead can't now, stay healthy. I'm so, sure he's going to redo these point totals if Ezekiel's going to, the cheater, wife beater's going to play this year. Okay. But he has those four receive, running backs scoring in 704.1. The lawyer's got to talk here first. Okay. He's not a wife beater. Girlfriend beater. Allegedly. Uh, top puller downer. That you can. You saw bruises, right? You saw the pictures of the bruises. I had 
Yes, but I, okay. I'm not sure that's No allegedly in there. Okay. <laughs> you, you don't get charged with this stuff if nothing happens. Okay. Right? Especially three times. Gotcha. Okay. So, the four that Henry has, <laughs> McCoy, Hunt, Woodhead, Elliot, he's giving him some ranking, some... I'm assuming Some sniffing too many diesel fumes, 704.1, and my four stud running backs, 550.66. Um, he's taking into account the top four running backs on each team because he's, he makes some crack-ass comment later because it gets much worse oh, from wait. there. No, that's where I want to read. Uh, he said that the team two with McCoy and Elliott has a 28% statistical advantage over my running backs. And that's why he's my stats guy. Um, he says that team two has running backs number one, three, four, and five out of the eight that we're comparing with. So that that's all he really had to say. Oh, no, no. And he also said, in conclusion. I didn't see this part. It's mostly <laughs> I got off on my print off. As much as it pains me to say, to side with Dan, you must please put down the crack pipe. Who, Henry or me? No, you. Me? <laughs> Pour out the 40 ounces. I don't drink 40 ounces. Step back from the edge because you must think you can fly. Wayne is so... I love Wayne. If you think those... Oh, I did see that. Part. Okay. <laughs> if you think those two rosters are remotely close. Yes. I don't think they're remotely close. I'm saying by the end... And this is our bet. By the end of the CFFL season, 13 weeks, my running backs, those four on my team... Right will outscore the four on Henry's team. I, I, and Where's my ding-ding for my... S- ding. There you go. That's what I like just, to hear. Just two dings, please. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't want to pay extra for the rental of this bell. So, if you have some wise insight, like our stats guru, or something you want to say, feel free to email us, cffpodcast at hotmail.com, or you get Dan at... Strap1971 at yahoo.com. Also, today I forgot to mention this. It's it's week one of our Beat the Host segment. That's right. Your chance to go home with some nice prizes should you be fortunate enough to beat us. I uh, got the website all set up, so on the homepage of the website, once I get it updated tonight, it will be, the teams will be up there and you can follow along with the Beat the Host segment. But before that, you have anything else you want to talk about? Did I, did I miss anything? Did I did do? Oh, we didn't talk about last night's NFL game. Did you know the Patriots lost? I did know the Patriots. They lost. won't be going nineteen and zero. That's right. Are you happy about that? Like I said, it was a bittersweet moment. I was. <laughs> you know, I wish my bet would be still be going. I was ecstatic that they lost. Oh, so you're, then, you ready for some news and notes? Yes. Here we go. Possible, but you know, we'll get into Michael Bennett and his Hello Kettle. Right? Black. <laughs> oh wait, Black Lives Matter. We get on me for that. We'll get on that one once again in the news. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. We'll start with the first elephant in the room. It has become the story of lawsuit versus lawsuit. Ezekiel Elliott has filed a lawsuit against the NFL, and as we just found out, he got a temporary restraining order because, God forbid, we follow the laws of this country. That's right. And the laws of the NFL. Now, I don't know how he wins this lawsuit because the NFL, um, what's it called, player 
policy says that the NFL has final say on all discipline things. Right. Which is why Brady had to serve his. I don't understand why they keep putting this shit off and saying, yeah, go ahead and play another year. We'll, we'll get you next year. But, uh, uh, the NFL filed their lawsuit and that didn't work out. Right. Um, you, do you wonder why everyone hates lawyers? Does this, this boggle your mind at all? I, yeah, it does. I, I mean, it all started off, they, they upheld the six-game suspension, and Elliot and his lawyer went and cried to federal court, and now they got that, looks like a temporary restraining order. Right, and then it sounds like they will probably play this full season and then take the suspension next year, which is, I don't understand I still say you're crazy if you draft the guy. And you agree, right? This year? No, I feel like a genius right now. Take him in the third round? That I got him in the third round. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I, I, I don't buy it. I think the guy's a, a girl-beaten alleged, as you oh, like to say. Don't forget the hot smoking. I mean, well, allegedly. Oh, oh, yes. Allegedly. Did you hear about that? What's that? Well, you were the one that told me that. That, that he was allegedly in trouble, like he was known at the Ohio State University for doing drugs and being a troublemaker. Well, I heard he was a troublemaker. I don't know if I heard Yeah, it. I heard about the drugs, oh, okay. which makes the whole, I was just in there to see what one of these pot dispensaries was like, because I've never seen that. Well, to be, to be fair to Zeke, uh, that um, I think anybody else in the NFL is more than likely. Same thing? Yeah. He's not the only guy in the NFL on the or whatever. <laughs> on, on pipe? On pipe. Yeah, okay. More crum, criminal blotter news. Well, it's not really a criminal blotter, but one of those things that make you go, hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, let me get this set up properly. Okay. When was the McGregor-Mayweather fight? <laughs> Two so, weeks ago. August, 20, August 26th, the week after we were there for the draft. Oh, yeah, one, yeah, one, yeah, it was the next weekend. Ago, right? Yeah. Okay, here's my next question. If Michael Bennett truly had a gun point to his head with the cop saying he would blow his fucking head off after the fight was, after the Mayweather-McGregor fight was over in Vegas, why did it take 11 days for this information to get released by Bennett? Am I missing something? I would have thought he would have came out with it right away. Yeah. I mean, Bennett is one of the biggest loudmouths in the NFL. Probably top five. How is he able to keep this quiet for so long, especially when he is now saying that this is the reason why he has been sitting down during the National Anthems during the preseason? Today, news came out from the police, the Las Vegas police, that they are saying that Michael Bennett is, I don't want to say lying, because even though I hate it when people don't say lying when they're lying, right? but is not being factual about the accusation he's putting on the police officers. They're saying that um, there was reports of shots fired inside this club or casino or whatever it was. The cops went there, told everybody inside to get down on the ground because that's what they do. They take control of the situation, they take control of the room, and they tell everybody to get down on the ground. And when they did that, Michael Bennett ran out of the building. Yep. And uh, jumped a barricade, barricade and that's when the cops went after him, put him on the ground, 
and handcuffed him the way they do any perp right. on the road. They put a put a knee in his back and so that they could control him. And uh, he, they said that he was put down because of suspicious activity by him, right? Like anybody else would have been. And what did he do? The video shows him running his mouth rather than listening and obeying what the cops are ordering him to do. And I, I'm a pro on this because I watch cops. That's right. Every time they get one of these perps, they're running their mouth. I didn't do anything, even though they ran from a car that was just crashed into a telephone pole because right. it was stolen. And they ditched it. And they ran and they catch the guy. I didn't do anything. What are you, what are you, what are you getting me for? Why'd you run? I was scared. But the video shows him running running his mouth. Yep. And I know this is going to be... This, this is where I'm going to probably be a little bit over my skis on this jump, okay? Right. You mean kind of like him? Yeah. I am, I am willing to bet my paycheck Ooh. against his paycheck Ooh. that the whole crap about the gun to his head never happened. I, I think in his mind... That's what he thinks. In his mind, it happened. Well, I, by no means. I, I, Are you trying to be my conscience? I'm trying to <laughs> try to be your conscience, but I don't know if I can do it. Uh, I, I'm sure whatever happened, I'm sure it was freaking him out. Well, I'm sure it did, but if he didn't do anything, why doesn't he? See, and this is the part where all these, and I don't want to say it's because it happens with white people, and this is where I'm going to get called an insensitive dick. But because it happens to white people this too. This isn't the only reason. <laughs> it happens to white people too. This is where they get in trouble with the cops. They don't listen to what they're being told to do. Right. They run their mouths. They run. They leave. They cause trouble. And you, here's another thing I'm realizing right now. Have you noticed that it's always the same type of people that are getting, and I'm making air quotes here with my fingers, that are getting profiled? Yes. By the cops, it's always the guys in the NFL with the big mouths, right? The ones who are always acting the fool. You never see Larry Fitzgerald complaining or getting profiled. No. Nope. You never see him complaining about improper treatment from the cops. Randall Cobb, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Eddie Lacy, Jamal Charles, etc. It's always the guys like Michael Bennett, Martellus Bennett, Colin Kaepernick, Marshawn Lynch. And the list goes on and on. Right. It's always the ones that are causing a problem in the NFL. Vontez Perfect. Oh. Pac-Man Jones. Um, who's the white guy that... Because that, uh, I don't want to be called racist here. So there's got to be a couple of white guys. The kicker for the, the New York Giants. Well, Richie Incognito. Richie Incognito. Another guy who, although what he said was not very sensitive in today's right. world... How many times did you get picked on like that in high school? Or in real life, I get right. picked on like that. All right, anyways. My wife picks on me. I, well, and wives, wives, the people who should be respecting the ground we walk on, run their mouths at us, and, and now she's flipping us off. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so, no, but that, that's my thing. It, 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 I've noticed that it's the same people. Did, did you also read the whole article, too? About the, the biggest ironic thing in the world. The two cops that took him down were Hispanic? Yes. Yeah, that's going to get glossed over. and cause, uh, I, I thought that was perfect. It was, it was like Michael Bennett when he was talking about how Trayvon Martin was uh, 
was uh, was treated poorly and everything. He forgets that that the guy that shot Trayvon Martin was Hispanic, right? You know, and even though Trayvon Martin was kicking his ass and pounding him and everything, you know, it was poor Trayvon Martin, right? Uh, I'm done with that. Time for some good news. What's that? New Orleans wide receiver Willie Sneed has been suspended for the first three games of the season for violating league substance abuse policy. I thought that was supposed to be good news. <laughs> well, it's good news because uh, I don't have any New Orleans receivers. No, well, it's all right. It's all right news. It should open the door for some meaningful playing time for Ted Ginn Jr. if you have him on your roster. No, but he was one of my sleepers. He wasn't. Yeah. All right. Next good news, my boy Martavis Bryant, another guy who's always in trouble, fits the profile. Fits the profile. He's been fully reinstated by the NFL and will be lighting up, um, so to speak, the season. Uh, as stated many times in these podcasts, Andrew Luck will not be playing week one of the NFL season. He has been removed from the pup list, but will be sitting on the bench this weekend. What's, not, your, what's your prediction on him? I don't think he's going to play at all this year. At all? Completely. Nope. I heard somebody talking about this and it didn't make sense. Well, maybe after last night it doesn't make sense anymore, but does it, is anybody really going to contend with the Patriots this year? I mean, before last night, you would think no. No, right? probably not. They're coasting to another championship. Right. And instead of taking the chance of hurting Andrew Luck's shoulder anymore, why not just sit him for a season, let him really rest up, and bring him back next year? Well, basically doing what they should have done last year. Right. They should have just sat him down when his shoulder went bad. So he'll be sitting on the bench this weekend, holding the clipboard and wearing a little baseball cap. Maybe he can learn to shave his neck beard. No? No. <laughs> <laughs> With the virtual loss of Andrew Luck, the Colts made a blockbuster trade this past week. Well, all right, it's not really a blockbuster. It's more like, we'll give you a piece of our junk for a piece of your junk. They traded speedy disappointment Philip Dorsett to the Patriots for quarterback disappointment Jacoby Brissett. Any chance Brissett plays this year for the Colts, or is it going to be Scott Colvin all year? Uh, no, I think it, I think Jacoby's got a chance to play. I back on the Luck thing. I think Luck has a chance to play as long as the Colts. As long as they do something and they, well, they show some confidence. Let's say after week five or six, he might play. They're still if they're in three it, three and two or three and three. Like, okay, we'll bring Neckbeard in. Yeah, quarterback Brock Osweiler signed a deal with the Denver Broncos. I guess he can go home again. <laughs> the question now is. Will he be the number two guy, or will he be behind Paxton Lynch? And if he's the number two guy, will he play this year? Because you heard Von Miller saying that Terrence Simeon, remi- or Trevor, Trevor Simeon, Simeon, Trevor Simeon reminds him a lot of Peyton Manning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he put his glasses back on. I say, and maybe <laughs> put the crack pipe down. <laughs> oh, Odell Beckham still is not practicing with the Giants, and his status for the Sunday matchup against the Cowboys is uncertain. I feel bad for people who have, because that's the late game Sunday. That's the Sunday night game. Right. And if you don't know whether he's going to play or not, you're going to be screwed. I, I got to believe he's going to play, right? I mean, I, it's I don't the know. Cowboys. And... Every time I read something about it, it gets worse and worse for him. I feel like they're trying to build up a little... Trying to make make a little surprise? I think they're trying to pull like a 
you know, Michael Jordan when he, you know, was on his deathbed and won his hundredth championship or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, they got to make a good story out of it. Was my thought. Probably. We'll we'll see what happens. I am not convinced, but I don't have to worry about it because I don't have them on my team. But my bet's looking really good. And <laughs> not being top ten wide receiver. Yeah. The lightning quick rookie receiver John Ross is expected to be on the sidelines for week one of the Bengals season. He's still recovering from his knee injury that he suffered in college his final year. And uh, might not be on the field at all this year. Who knows? Thomas Rawls has officially been listed as the number one back on the Seattle Seahawks depth depth chart with Eddie Lacy being listed as a backup. Speaking of Eddie Lacy, they play the Green Bay Packers this week in Green Bay, and he has said that if he scores a touchdown in Green Bay this weekend, he wants to do a Lambeau leap, but he's afraid that he'll get thrown from the stands. What do you think? If he does a Lambeau leap... First, don't you want to wager on the fact that he can actually jump that high? or Well, he did when he was a Packer, and he weighs less now. Uh, I don't know. He... You're not, you're not I sold? He, I think he got helped up a little bit on some of those jumps. They weren't real. He wasn't skying, that's for sure. <laughs> Anything else in the news that's that's uh, making you happy? Or? No. Uh, the one thing that's making me frustrated, we all talked about it last night. Has everybody decided finally not to ever draft a Patriots running back? Because oh, yeah, you were pissed during that game. <laughs> The guy that was listed as the starter, the yeah. number one guy in the depth, yeah. he didn't even get in the game. I think he did finally. I think he had two <laughs> carries, but he was he was on the starting lineup. And Deion Lewis, I think, ended up with two carries for nine yards. Oh, that's not um, good. That wouldn't even get you one point in your in, in a in a in a league where you get one point for every ten yards rushing. Right. Well, I I, I just want to warn the person who has Mike Gillisley or whatever his name is. Uh, don't bet your <laughs> don't bet your children's college fund that he's gonna be <laughs> running the ball like he did this week. So I just want to point that out. There. That was not going to happen much often, much more often, much, much often, much often, much more for the season. With that, it's time for Week One Fantasy Must Starts and Don't Bothers. You know this little segment. You loved it last year, and it's time to start it up again. Yes, everyone knows the obvious starts and sits this week, and thank God the Patriots played on Thursday because I would have had Tom Brady in that must-start thing. And now, looks like he should have been, don't bother. And then you probably said must-sit Alex Smith. <laughs> yeah, I would have, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're not going to bother with those picks. Right. I mean, if you don't know that Le'Veon Bell and David Lynch are must-starts on your roster... There isn't much we can help you with. Right. The goal of this segment is to get you thinking between lower-level guys that you may have on your roster but just aren't quite sure whether or not to have them in your lineup. So, as always, we're going to start with the quarterback. My number one must-start this week, Marcus Mariota. Have you seen the weapons at receiver that the Titans added this year? The Titans. You add to that the amazing running game and elusiveness of Mariota, and the defense isn't going to be able to cover everyone. Right. Marcus is rested. His knee is good. And he looks more confident than he did last season, if that's even possible. I'd like Mariota to finish in the top ten in quarterback this season. Mark it down. 
Oh, you want me to go? If you, if you have one ready. Um, I, I kind of feel like you got to go with the guy like Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. I, I think I might have him as a don't bother. Really? Against Cleveland? Nope, I don't have him as a don't bother. He didn't make my list. Okay. But Roethlisberger normally is a must-start. I'm worried about his injuries, his age, and um, the offensive line in, in Pittsburgh. It's not very good this year. Okay. But, hey, it's your pick. You can do what you want. My other must-start, and you're going to be surprised by this one. Uh-oh. Jameis Winston. No, I'm still not a fan of this guy. Well, but you, you do realize... They're oh, they're, they're, they're off. Not, they're not even playing the oh. so... Jameis Winston, don't bother. Don't bother. I wrote this before the game was canceled. Oh, I feel like an idiot. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh. So you got another one? Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> no, who's your other one? Damn it, Jameis. I had a really nice thing written up about him. Um, I kind of want to go with uh, Matthew Stafford again. I know they're playing Arizona. I do have him as a don't bother. Really? Yes. I, I, I don't believe in Arizona's defense. I mean, they've lost... Uh, Calais yep. Campbell. Yes. They also lost. But they still have Honey Badger. Yeah, a lot of good that's going to do. <laughs> I think with, with the way uh, uh, Matthew throws the ball, he's got. That's all they do is throw the ball. So, I mean, he's going to get the numbers. So, that's so, why I'd have to start him. I, I have the idea that millions of dollars does not a good quarterback make. That. He still doesn't have any top quality receivers to throw the ball to. Oh, come on. The running game is going to be a question mark to start the season. Dave. He's got golden taint. He's got golden taint on his team. Exactly my point. We should probably and, explain that, right? <laughs> and who's the other guy? The guy that I traded for last year. Marvin Jones. Oh, horrible. And then they got the rookie, Kenny Galladay. Yep, he's not going to play. Oh, what happened? No, nope, he's, he's hurt. Oh. A guy you must sit. You thought you were going to play him as a little flex or something? Don't bother. I'm looking at the defenses just pinning their ears back and going after Stafford all day long. If Stafford makes it out of that game alive, it isn't going to be with a lot of fantasy points. All right. That's that's just my thought. Do you like him? I like him. My other don't bother, Philip Rivers. All I have to say, Broncos defense. Exactly. They were probably and still are the best defensive secondary in the league, correct? Correct. Last year, Rivers failed to score more than 13 points in either of the games he played against Denver. Even with Keenan Allen back for the Chargers, Rivers is another year slower, and it doesn't look like Von Miller lost anything yet. I don't like Phillip Rivers this week at all. My running back must start, and after last night, you know, it looks like a obvious. <laughs> I had Kareem Hunt, my number one must start. For, you know, other than obvious guys. Okay. The loss of Spencer Ware, Hunt became a number one guy. I'm sure, he's going to be sharing time with my guy, Chuck Kendrick West. Right. CJ Spiller gone, right? Right. Um, he's going to get a majority of work, which we found out last night. He's shown himself to be a big time producer so far this year. After the injury to Spencer Ware, the ADP of Hunt skyrocketed to 28th overall. And after last night, I think it went up even higher for those people who, for some. Because when we were there, wasn't there somebody talking about how they had, there was a team that was drafting right before that game? That was drafting their fantasy team right before that game. Right, yeah. 
idiots. <laughs> Running back must start for you. Uh, I'm going with Fat Rob. Rob Kelly. Oh. Washington against Philly. I like that because I have Rob Kelly in one of my leagues. And I, I would like him to do well. I think he's... I think he'll do just fine. I also like Adrian Peterson. I don't know if it's just the fact that I want to see Peterson destroy the Vikings. You like Peterson over... Over... Uh, I can't think of the name right now. Mike Mark Ingram. Yes. I think Peterson's going to be the number one guy. Uh, I don't know if it's because I want to see him destroy the Vikings or if it's just because he just looks so... Did you, I was watching interviews with him. He still looks like a little kid. Adrian Peterson? Yes. A very still large a, kid. Yes, a okay. very large little kid, but he looked young. Okay. I like him this week a lot. He says he wants to show the Vikings that it was a mistake to get rid of him. I look for him to have a huge chip on his shoulder this weekend and do some crushing. The, the NFL couldn't have it any better. Oh, I think they did that. On, I think they did that on purpose. It's like, wow. I mean, week one, there's some... I mean, Seattle, Green Bay. Oh, uh, man. I, there's some really good games out there. Do you have another running back? Otherwise, I have one more. No, go ahead. I have Isaiah Crowell. He, a guy that probably didn't go very high in many leagues, mainly because he hasn't shown much in the previous years, and he plays for Cleveland. However, this is going to be his year. I love Isaiah Crowell. I wanted him in the in a league. I didn't get the son of a bitch. I believe he's going to be a top five running back in the NFL this year. Top five. I may have to change that now because if Ezekiel Elliott gets cheats his way into playing, it's not cheating. He just ride him early and often. The passing game in Cleveland is going to be a huge question mark all season long. It's going to be a running game. It's going to be. It's going to look like a Navy football team. Or an army football team where three Isaiah Crowells and a wishbone. Running back don't bother for me. Every Seattle running back. Let's face it, none of them have shown any desire to be the starting back. And you could say that both of them backs too. <laughs> Even though Gillisley had and they, ha- and they haven't shown any ability to run the ball in the preseason. Most of them are hurt and they're running behind a very suspect offensive line. If you can afford to let them sit on your bench for the first few weeks to see how they're doing See how everything shakes out? You should. If you cannot do so, I'm sorry, but you probably just gave away your season. <laughs> Seattle running backs, keep them on your bench. You? For some reason, my computer's not loading up, so I'm having a hard time. My other guy <laughs> used to be a Seattle running back, Marshawn Lynch. He's already going to be sitting for the national anthem. We might as well just keep him there for the game. Um... The Raiders are opening up against a Tennessee Titan defense that allowed the fewest points per game to running backs last season. Add the rust factor of Lynch, who hadn't played all last year. Lynch does not look to be promising this week. You don't, you don't think so, huh? No. Okay. No, keep him. Did you draft him? You don't have him, do you? No, I don't have him, actually. I, I drafted uh, DeAndre Washington. My final don't bother, and this one hurts. Uh-oh. Ty Montgomery. I don't know what it is about Montgomery. I want to believe the team knows what they're doing, but I just cannot bring myself to put him into a lineup if I have him. So you're liking the other, the two, other two rookies? Or no, I don't like them like at all. Any defense running. Thank God we have Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and I hope so, too. I, I agree with you, because I have him in the two leagues. Another guy I'm going to let sit for the first couple weeks if I have him, see what he does. Um, they're, they're, they say he's doing well. Right. They say he's going to do well. I hope everything works out for Green Bay. I just don't trust it. Maybe it's the 88 number jersey. 
It's not a running back. It just doesn't look right. Not right. Okay. Wide receiver must starts for me, my man, Martavis Bryant. The major thing that makes the Steelers' offense so tough to defend, even with the old and slow Roethlisberger, is the fact that you cannot double-team everyone on the offensive line of scrimmage. So then I am right. you got to start Big Ben this week. Well, if you're... Yeah, well, maybe. Okay. Well, since... Jameis Winston is going to be playing, yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> this year, one of the more prolific receivers is back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bryant will be on the field with Bell and Brown. If Big Ben has a time to get set and release the ball, Bryant should have a good number of catches. Oh, did I mention? They're playing the Browns this week. Indeed, that defense better than you think? <laughs> I know. You You see, you got them as a sleeper to do well this year. I, I do. I think they got a chance to win five or six games. And speaking of that... We're not going to be doing our bet segment this week because we already picked our week one games. Right. Neither one of us had New England on that, thank God. Yes. But um, two of our bets already are winners or prop bets. Johnny Menzel making a roster. Oh, that's right. We made a whole 50 cents on that $5. And then, Tony Romo, where will he be? We both picked retired. So we, and that was what? That was plus 2500 So we have. It was a $130 win for us. Wow. Not bad. I mean, not real money. Kelly. Right. I mean, it's all fake money. Well, I found out this week. Oh, that's right. You got <laughs> screwed. I found out this week that it doesn't pay to win anything because... <laughs> Your children take it off from you anyway? Exactly. Right away. You had a $100 parlay bet. Well, yeah. Or a $100 win. Win on a five-team parlay. <laughs> you and thought you had some cash in your pocket, and then I your daughter sorry. comes up and says... I need a TI calculator yep. for class. Spam, <laughs> gone, $100. I haven't gone. even gotten a check yet. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> My other must start, Stefan Diggs. I'm still not sold on Sam Bradford. He's hit and miss, but you're talking about a game against the oh so porous New Orleans Saints defense. I like Diggs this weekend. He should open up. He should be open often. Now we just need to have Bradford be able to get him the ball. I, I totally agree with you with Diggs. I, and I like how you said it because it, it, it brought up what I was talking with you about this, this morning. Um, I think you got to start looking for guys that are going to get targeted a lot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the target and thing. I think, I think Minnesota somehow has to get the ball in Diggs' hands. This, this wasn't an, uh, an official email that we received, but you had a guy at work ask you about three receiving right. starters for his fantasy team. Diggs was one. Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill. And Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. And you told him to start Stefan Diggs. This was yesterday. No, no. I th- oh, I no, you told him to start Tyreek Hill. Right. And you, you said, which was brilliant, that... Well, in hindsight, yeah. That Tyreek Hill would be getting more targets. Well, I think he's the only thing they got. And with targets comes the opportunity to catch the ball. Because if you're not getting the ball thrown to you, right. you don't have a chance of catching it. And, and then in that same aspect, I said that Diggs was a very deep thought. The ball's not thrown to you, you will never catch it. There you go. Boy, I'm a genius. <laughs> and he didn't place Tyler Hit, Ty, Ty, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Right. Play, See, I'm thinking Taylor Dick. Hicks. I'm, I'm so excited about the concert name. I'm gonna be, Dave, you're going to embarrass yourself. Don't say it. Don't, <laughs> we, no, don't. We may have to do the podcast on Thursday next week. Are you going to be open for that? Yes. 
Because Dave, don't. The weekend I'm going up north to a casino and I'm going to see Taylor Hicks in concert. Your American Idol. Taylor Hicks. The gray-haired wonder. Love him. So I'm getting him messed up with Tyreek Hill. They kind of look alike. Kind of. Wide receiver, don't bother for this week. T.Y. Hilton. It's like the trifecta of horror for the Hilton owners in fantasy football this weekend. I think you might as well just throw in my Dante Mockery in there, too. <laughs> and every... Don't start any... This is, is going to be tough because I know you want to. Okay. All Tampa Bay receivers. Keep them on your bench. I mean, the trifecta of horror for the Colts being on T.Y. Hilton this week. Scott Tolzien, the Rams defense, and it's a road game. If that does not result in don't bother, I don't know what does. Yeah. My other guy, Allen Robinson. Because he's not going to be playing. Or wait, no, Jacksonville. No, Jacksonville will play. <sighs> I'm getting my Florida teams mixed up. But I agree with you. I wouldn't start Robinson until he, Blake Bortles can figure out how to throw the ball. And that's my thing, too. Play. I hate it when a starting quarterback for my team is called everything from a head case to explanations about why he's a head case. Yep. And his mechanics being boiled down to the problem is between his ears. That's not good. That's not a good sign. <laughs> uh, any Jacksonville receiver pretty much this week I would keep on the bench because they're also going up against the Texans. And they're going to have that whole Hurricane Harvey aftermath love right. fest. J.J. Watt and his $15 million. You know, it's another thing. I don't take that too seriously. That whole, I wanted only 200000 I ended up with $15 million. Did you see some guy handing him a $5 million check? Yeah, that didn't hurt, did it? Well, <laughs> yeah, I could go over my two hundred grand yeah. wish list, too. Because remember what happened in New Orleans after the Hurricane Katrina. New Orleans had their first game back in the Superdome, and they blew out the team. That's all right. That's it for our must-starts and don't-bothers this week, which brings us to this. It's time for... Our Beat the Host segment. Our first contestant for Beat the Host is Zach. He's from Charlotte, North Carolina. The only problem is, when I talked to Zach today on the phone, right. he's not able to be with us because he's working right now. That sucks. So he's not going to be online with us during the podcast. However, he did give me a list of the players he wants, and I'm not happy about one of them. Because the reason he gave for it pisses me off. What's that? Um, so he always gets the first pick and he wants to take running back first. Okay. Before we do this, let's get into what happens. You want to be in Beat the Host? Feel free to send us an email. CFFpodcast at hotmail.com or Dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. We'll put you on the line and we'll, we'll get you in one of these weeks. There's 16 of them this year. There's actually going to be 16 NFL games this year. And, well, actually, 17 weeks. Okay. Did we get the orders in? For well, we, we need to talk about that, too. So if you beat the host, and you only have to beat one of us, we're not going to make it too difficult. Right. So if you beat one of us, you win. Oh, wait, no. No. <laughs> no, you have to... No, be, you, be, you would have to beat both, both of us. us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let Dan wreck this for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's my fault. <laughs> Um, so if you beat the host, well, what you have to do, you have to pick a quarterback, a running back, a receiver, and a tight end. Right. And during this week's games, you're going to score points. 
one point for every 10 yards, six points for every touchdown, and that's it. Okay. High score wins. And if you win, you're going to get either a, a, a pint beer glass, like we were giving away last year. Which are great. Or a She'll Be Fine t-shirt that we're going to have. We still haven't gotten that part figured out yet, but we will soon. In time for if Zach wins, he'll have a chance to get his prize. So, um, as we did last year, we always give the guest the first pick. Right. And when, when whatever position that person picks... The rest of us may, must make a pick from that same position. Uh, do you have a pen on it? I will get one. Because I'm going to need to write these down. Um, the first pick is Zach's, and he wants a running back. And mainly just to piss me off, he wants Ezekiel Elliott. That's who I was going <laughs> to... It's, it's not bad enough that he beats up his girlfriend. He uh, wants to... Him just to prove that I don't know what I'm talking about. Probably that's what who I was going to pick. Were you really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then you can have the second pick. All right. I have to get my list of players. So he got Zeke Elliott. You can't take him. Okay. So I'm going to go with who I think is the most obvious, David Johnson. David Johnson, the Arizona. Or it's just a cream pump, right? Arizona <laughs> Cardinals. <laughs> well, that's. Gonna be, See, you took my joke from me already. I was going to take Alex Smith, the quarterback. Oh, there you go. All right, well, then I guess I'm going to have to... I want to start off really good this week. Should I go Le'Veon Bell? That's a good start. Le'Veon Bell for me. So it's Zach with Zeke, me with Le'Veon Bell, you with David Johnson. Right. You can have the second pick. What position do you want? Wow. Uh, I'm going to go... Wide receiver. You're going wide receiver. Yeah. All right. Your wide receiver is. I'm going to go most obvious. I'm going Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown and his band of renown. All right. We'll give Zeke the second pick, and he wants. Well, he wants Antonio Brown number one. Says number two is Julio Jones. Got me. Going against Chicago. I am going to take. I'm going to take Jordy Nelson. Going a little bit further down my list of desire. Okay. I should have actually taken A.G. Green. He was my next available pick, but that's too easy. We'd hate to to do that. Right. So I get the the next pick, and I'm going quarterback. And since I have Jordy Nelson, I'm going A-Rodge. And then who's Zach? Oh, Zach is going to take. Uh, he had he won Rogers first. His second one is Cam Newton. Ooh. That might be our though. that might be our chance. I don't know. He could have a pretty big game. His shoulder Texas. might still hurt. So then that leaves you. I think I gotta go with my guy that you must start. I think I can go with Big Ben. You're going with Big Ben. So, Big Ben Roethlisberger, which leaves Zeke's final pick, or Zach's final pick. Zach took Zeke. Okay. Tight end, his first one on the list is Greg Olson. Well, he must, oh, she's from Carolina. 
Good point. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. That explains that. Okay, your second pick is. C.J. Fedorowicz? Fedorowicz. He's going with Pollock. I think I have to. Well, I have to try and get that to fit in the space on the <laughs> C.J. Fedorowicz. <clears throat> I am going to go... Oh, this is tough. I'm going to go Delaney Walker of the Titans. I was shocked you didn't take Mar- uh, Mariota as your quarterback. No, 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 no. no. Not when a Rodgers is available. I, I thought you were going to go quarterback first with your pick. No. No? Yeah. All right. So there's our teams for Beat the Host this week. It is Zach has Zeke, Julio Jones, Cam Newton, Greg Olson. Well, I can watch that come bite Yeah, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> I have Le'Veon Bell, Jordy Nelson, A Raj, and Delaney Walker. You have David Johnson. Antonio Brown, Big Ben, and C.J. Fedorowicz. You excited? You think it's going to work? I, I do. Just, just so all just our, one of us has to win. Right. Just so all our listeners know, um, <laughs> Dave's going to be taking the picture. My wife's going to model the, the the t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, and I'll have it on the website. We'll have it on the website because we are going. I'm going to have in order to get a good price on this. I'm going to have to have extra made. That's right. So if people want to buy one, it, it's not going to be... I'm, I'm, we're not going to gouge you. It, you're going to pay the price that I pay for the t-shirt. Oh, right. Oh, definitely. Because there, there's no reason to make money because I don't want to be in a tax situation here. We're doing this for the love of the podcasting thing. That's why we're not sponsored. That's why we're not... Is that why we're not sponsored? That, that's why we're not sponsored. <laughs> that's one of the reasons. <laughs> that's one of the reasons. The other reason is... I don't know how many of them know about us yet. We're, we're not up at the uh, we're not football guys type numbers yet. Not, uh, we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. So that's it for Beat the Host. Like, like I said, if you want to be on here, email us. We'll get to you when uh, you get in line I'm, I'm behind the other people that we have lined up. And uh, we'll call you and we'll, we'll let you get you on the air. You can become a big time radio star. <laughs> <laughs> like us. Like us. And I know your your mouth is getting dry, so you must be ready for a drink. So with that, we're gonna head to the club. It's like you got your drink and that's right, man. You don't need my drink. Even even with picking a guy's you, you did alright now forgetting about forgetting about all this. Anyways, we're here in the club, everybody. It's time for the Fantasy Girl of the Week. As always, you can check her out on the website, myCFFL.com. As always, right under the Fantasy Girl uh, heading. Our chance for Dan to try and guess the, the measurements. The picture up on the computer. Oh, that's right. Because uh, you need to get one where it's actually, you can guess measurements for our, our fantasy girl this week is Amber Lee West. Amber Lee. Amber Lee. How do, how do parents know when they have a baby that she's going to be hot? And they give her a cool... Because you never see a hot chick like this with the name of like Gertie or, or Helen or Beatrice. 
You know, it's always Amberly or Tiffany or you know some some cinnamon. Cinnamon, <laughs> no, cinnamon with a Z. You know, sparkles. Amberly was Playboy Playmates, Play, a Playboy's Playmate of the Month for January two, 2016. She held a somewhat meaningful place in Playboy history as she was the second to last nude model published in the pages of Playboy. That lasted for about a year before the magazine decided that that was a stupid idea to go right. no, yeah. back to clothes and they went back to publishing nudes. Amber Lee is really old. She was born September 4th, 1991. She grew up in the Pacific Northwest in Mount Vernon, Washington, which had a tremendous impact on her childhood. She says, being outside comes so natural to, naturally to me. She likes biking, kayaking, and wakeboarding. Before posing for Playboy, Amber Lee worked as a paralegal, so she's smart. I like that. She has a sharp attention to detail and makes sure to always use proper grammar, unlike us. She also is a fan of Ayn Rand and became an admirer of the objectivist philosophy back in high school. That means she's a Republican. Ooh, okay. All right, so there, there are some hot Republicans. There we go. While she loved being in front of the camera, she says she wasn't sure it was suited for her. For a long time, I didn't... I should probably say this in a girl voice. <clears throat> for a long time, I didn't think I could model, let alone be a playmate. <laughs> Because I was never pretty, popular, guys never asked me to dance. I finally learned to stop caring about what others thought. She's kind of got that, uh... What? Who's the girl, uh... Elsa Fisher? Um, she married to... Borat guy. That Really? He's got a hot wife? Oh, yeah. Wow. I gotta learn to be funny. Oh wait, I'm already married. <laughs> Damn it. Damn. But if you had to do it all over again. I would. Okay. <laughs> the brown haired, brown eyed Playboy Playmate who loves Anne Rand stands five foot six inches tall. Six. She weighs a grand total of one hundred pounds and has the measurements of Ooh, okay. with cup size. I'm gonna go. Bang. It's hard to do with the wife in the room, isn't it? It's, it's pretty tough, but I can't make my mmm <laughs> sounds. Mmm. <laughs> um, that's delicious. Can I have the third picture over from where you're at? This one? Yep. Absolutely. Okay, so that makes it a whole lot better. Okay. I'm going to go 33B. You don't even get a ding on this. 32D. I thought, with her only being 100 pounds, I thought there was a chance she'd be a little bit smaller, but... Hip, or waist. Waist. 22. 23. You get one ding. Thank you. And her her hips. Shoot. Mm. 34. 32. You don't get a ding on... This was not good for you. You're you're thrown off with the wife. (laughs) 32D2332. Your. She's just shaking her head. <laughs> your Fantasy Girl of the Week, Amber Lee West. Check her out on the website, mycfl.com. Mycfl.com. That's it, everybody, for this week. Remember, 
you got questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email us. CFFpodcast at Hotmail.com or Dan at... Strap1971 at Yahoo.com. And, and like I said earlier, we're going to be doing this podcast a little earlier next week, if that's all right with you. Yep. I have a date at the Taylor Hicks concert. Wayne, come up with a new I'm fancy like, girl for Dave, please. <laughs> yeah, another 60-year-old or something. Maybe in the mid-30s, 40s. Maybe Loretta Lynn or something. With that... Isn't she dead? I, I, <laughs> no, I think she's still alive. Okay. Reba McIntyre? Yeah, she, I know she's alive. Why, when I think of old women, do I always think country singers? Dolly Parton? Dolly Parton. Crystal Gale? See, I think I know Dolly's. Dolly's she's chest old. would be probably a 33 <laughs> quadruple... G? G. Something like that. But uh, it's week one of the NFL season. Hope you have fun with your team this year. And uh, join us again next week. Until then, be good. <laughs>